This episode of the podcast is sponsored by our friends at Five Wives Vodka, Market Source Real Estate, and the Salt Lake Barber Company. We're going to be telling you more about them throughout this episode. All right, let's welcome everybody out to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. If this is your first time here and you're like, what is this podcast I'm about to listen to? What am I about to play in my ear holes? Well, this podcast is all about showcasing awesome people right here in Salt Lake City. We talk to musicians, authors, business owners, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries. I think you get the idea. We're chatting with anyone that might have a cool story to share. Let's welcome everybody out today to episode 371. My name is Chris. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Christina. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing so good. This was a really fun episode. We got to sit down with Adrian Zamora, founder and owner of Shine Salt Lake City. And we got to find out his story, what got him into shoe shining, and we learned so much about the world of shoe shining. I mean, talk about a lost art, shoe shining. I didn't even know it really existed anymore. I didn't either until I was actually getting my haircut one day at the Salt Lake Barber Company. Isaac was telling me, he's like, you got to bring Adrian on the podcast because they do the drop-off service there. He's like, Adrian has an amazing story. So I reached out to him. I mean, and he really does have a great story. And like you said, we're going to get into that here in just a minute. But let's mention that we're recording today in beautiful downtown Salt Lake City. In our podcast studio, it's located right in the back of Empire Merchandise. Empire Merchandise is located at 680 South State Street. And not only does Empire have an amazing selection of vape juice and vape accessories, but this is where you can actually now purchase your very own I Am Salt Lake podcast t-shirt. So stop on in, check out Empire, and pick up a t-shirt. And if you guys haven't joined our Facebook community yet, please come join us. We have an amazing community of listeners, and we would love to be, for you to be a part of it as well. You can find the group by searching for I Am Salt Lake Community inside of Facebook, or you can just type in IamSaltLake.com forward slash group, and that will just forward you right to the Facebook group. Before we get into that conversation with Adrian, let's tell you about one of our awesome sponsors for this episode, Five Wives Vodka. Not only is Five Wives Vodka delicious, but they're tasty, they're local, and you can pick them up next time you head on over to the state liquor store or ask for them by name next time you head on over to your local bar. And in case you're new here, in case you weren't aware, Five Wives Vodka is the official drink of I Am Salt Lake podcast. They actually have three different flavors. Christina and I are going to tell you about them here. They have the original This is the one made from Utah Mountain Spring Water. It's 100% distilled corn spirit, and it's gluten-free. The spring is hidden in beautiful Ogden Canyon, so that makes it inaccessible by vehicle, so they're actually having to hike this water out five gallons at a time. And they also actually make a flavor called Five Wives Sinful. It's a delicious cinnamon vodka, and it's not like other cinnamon products that give you a cinnamon candy taste. Sinful is like a morning cinnamon roll, and it only has 76 calories per ounce. There's also the Five Wives Heavenly, which is a flavored vodka with a delicious vanilla taste. Heavenly's rich, buttery vanilla flavor comes through without coating your taste buds with sugar, and this results in more vanilla and less calories. Head on over to their website, fivewivesvodka.com. This is where you can find out more information about them. Or, like I said, just head on over to the state liquor store, pick up a bottle or two, or ask for them by name at at your favorite local bar, 
And as always, many thanks to Five Wise Vodka for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Let's jump into that conversation that we had with Adrian Zamora when he came and sat down with us to share his story and talk about the awesome world of shoe shining. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. Where did you grow up? Where do you call home? Where's where's all that for you? Let's get a little background here about you, Adrian. All right. So the the background. I mean, I grew up in in Guadalajara, Mexico. Uh, that's that's where I grew up. I was there till I was five years old. Uh, my parents ended up coming to Salt Lake. Uh, my dad had a job already set up here, so we all ended up coming over here because of that. And we pretty much grew up in the Glendale area uh, for a couple of years. We stayed there through elementary. Uh, we ended up going to West Valley after that. Uh, grew up there in the Granger area. So grew up in the in the Utah housing program there with them, and uh, there was a lot of a lot of fun activities that they they had us do. Just because I mean, being a kid, you get into different things, you know, get in trouble. Were you a good kid? I picture you as kind of a bad kid, right? Or I no, was a little bit bad? of a a reformed uh, hooligan. A uh, little bit of both. <laughs> uh, I, I did enough to get away from not getting caught. Yeah. Let's say it that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I did enough to. But you were a kid. What do you yeah. expect? I mean, right? it's it's teenage years. You you want to play around. You want to do things. So you know, you do enough just to to get by. But I was also a a big flirt back in my days. <laughs> so I just tried to stay away from the the troubleness of it all. Do you ever make it back to Mexico very often, or at all? Maybe. Uh, I I've been there about three or four times. Uh, we've, I, I still have an older brother that lives out there, uh, just because he got deported, can't come to the U S. So we go out there to visit him here and there. So we, we do go back. It's just not a place I love to go back to. So you, so you like living here in Salt Lake? I love yeah, living yeah, yeah. here. I, 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 this is home for me. I don't see me going anywhere other than Salt Lake. I've been to other cities, you know, different places here and there just to go and visit. Spend some time, get to know the place, you know, California, sure. Idaho, things like that. But Utah's home. I love it. Well, let's jump in. Do you care? Should, let's do uh, it. Let's jump right into the shoe shine stuff because I find this so interesting. Uh, so I've been going to Isaac over at Salt Lake Barber for, gosh, it's been a while. I don't even want to throw a date out there. <laughs> uh, but he would always tell me, oh, you got to bring Adrian on the podcast. He's got He's got such a cool thing that he's doing here in Salt Lake with, with shiny shoes and, you know. And, you know, him and I will talk. I mean, Isaac and, and I are friends on top of just getting haircuts from him. So excited to finally bring you on the show. Now, thank you. how did this all start for you? How did the idea come into your head to start a shoe shine business? I mean, it's a lost art. It is. Not that many people do it anymore. It all started back in about 97 is when I started doing the shoe shine business itself. My uncle's they all worked at the Salt Lake City Airport. And so they all were doing, They most two of them had a full-time job. They made it a full-time career. They were shining shoes. Shining shoes over there. Okay. And so they were there during the week. Then me and my other uncle were just the part-time weekend guys. So we would just go Saturday, Sunday, and just do a couple hours, and that was it. But how I got into it was my uncles got tired of me asking them for money. I was only, you know, regular job. Every two weeks, they give you a paycheck, that kind of stuff. And you don't make much. And so I would always tell them, say, hey, you know, I want to take these girls out. Will you lend me some money? Tell I Tell can payday, get my payday. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so I, already, I, I knew that they always had cash. And so I just asked, hey, let me borrow a couple bucks, you know, 100 bucks here and there. And they didn't have a problem with it because they knew I would pay. So they were just like, eh, they finally just got tired of it and said, well, why don't you come work at the airport with us and just do weekend shifts? How, just, how old are like how long ago was this? This was back in 97. Oh, so, 97. Okay. So yeah, I yeah, was yeah. I was about 16 years old, okay. 16, 17 so years old. So quite a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, the whole September 11th thing and everything changed because once that happened, it, the security got stricter. Back then, uh, the airport was like my mall. It was just a place to go hang out, meet people. I mean, you probably met a ton of cool people working at the airport. A lot. Plus the women. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, you know, they fly in. You never have to see them again, right? That was the best part. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was it was good. It was interesting. There, there's a lot of neat things going on at the airport at all times, especially if you like to do a lot of people watching. It was very interesting to see what a lot of people actually do. You know, some, some things are pretty, like, oh, common sense. Common sense, but don't try to carry a knife through security. You know, it's like I, I hear about really? some of the stuff that people bring through. I'm like, what? That, the? that has to be yeah. great people watching. Holy yeah. cow. Oh, it was very entertaining because I never got bored. And then plus, I was I was a young teenage kid. So what I did was I just take I took my Xbox with me. I bought a little flip screen that you that attaches right to it. I just sit there and play video games and waiting for customers to show up. Are they? Do they still shine shoes? Your uncles at the airport or no? Uh, two of them passed away. There's one of them that's still doing it. He's still doing the weekend thing, so he does it Saturday and Sunday there. Very cool. Very cool. So it's kind of kind of a little bit of like a family business to yeah. a degree. It was where you learned, but then you kind of went out and started your own thing. I did because I, I told them from the beginning that you know we needed to get out of the whole thing of paying rent, you know, booth rent. Because that's pretty much the setup that they had is you would show up, you would work the hours that you work. And even if you didn't show up, you had to pay for that booth for that day. And so we were paying $60 every day that we would go to work. So it wasn't, and if you didn't make any money, you're it wasn't out, bad out, unless out, you didn't make any money. Out 60 bucks. Yeah. So sometimes you'd actually have to pay out of your own pocket just to cover that day. And so it wasn't bad. And the airport has a lot of foot traffic, which is the best part of this whole deal is the foot traffic. If you don't have that foot traffic, you don't make any money. The other thing is uh, that you got to catch attention. So we would just sit in the chair and just say shoe shine as people walk by. And most of the time you just look at the guys and they'll look down at their shoes as they're walking up the <laughs> concourse and be like, oh, I do need to get it done. And then turn around. So what made you, so just the fact that you didn't want to pay the rent anymore is what kind of made you want to open up your own? No, it it sort of just fell into that. So that was my thought back then was I wanted to do our own thing because it was me and my three uncles. And so I, I figured, well, I have three people that can help me do this. Why don't we do our own thing? My plan eventually is to have a mobile mobile truck. Right now I do mobile events, but I want to do a mobile truck so that way I can show up to any kind of high-rise building. Just let the receptionist know, hey, I'm downstairs. Will you just send a massive email, see if anybody's interested? You know, if I have 10, 15 people that are interested, I'll just sit downstairs, do them in the van, drop them right off, and off I go to the next building. So I've had a lot of these ideas since I, was, since I started doing the, the business there. 
but I never really jumped into it. Uh, how it fell through was what when one of my first uncles passed away, we went to his burial site, and that was one of the promises I I gave him. You know, as we buried him, was I'm gonna make this happen, and it's you, you gonna make be your own it's thing. gonna be known, yeah. or at least the name. You know, there's there's more a family can get up there and, you know, they're the ones that taught me the business. They're the ones that got me into it. So I at least wanted people to see the work. I love it. I was going to say, I love that idea of getting a mobile shop and taking it to office buildings. That's kind of a, a new trend that a lot of people are jumping on, like office people. They'll, they'll do it just because you're there. Yeah. Like, that's a great plan. I mean, right now I do I do events, so... Companies can hire me to show up to their building. I have a mobile chair that I take with me. Uh, I just set it up in a little conference room and in a little corner area, and we do events. So if they're bringing people in to, like the last one I did was uh, Citywide uh, Home Loans. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They they hired me to show up and do all the realtors for the company, and so I just sat in a little conference room and put me in a corner. As the guys were walking in, I would just sit right there and get all the shoes done. I ended up doing 40 pairs in six, seven hours. And it was, it was pretty cool to meet everybody that we're going to go there anyway. Yeah. How do you reach out? And I mean, how do you kind of sell yourself to people for events? Do you reach out to them or do they reach out to you? Um, actually they just find me on Google. That's actually where a lot of them have been finding me so far is they just Google shoe shine and they find out that I do events and things like that. Um, but how do they even know? Like, I wouldn't even think of that, but it's very rad. It's different. Yeah, That's yeah it's very different. I mean, I wish I would have known about this for our wedding, right? How oh my cool, gosh, would, how that, cool I, would that have been? I have, I have done weddings, really? quinceañeras, yeah. you know, different things like that. Even company parties, you know, yeah. company parties, instead of giving their employees a, a gift. Might as well just bring your nicest pair of shoes. Bring your nice shoes and get them cleaned up. Because I've seen on your website, man, you've really cleaned. I mean, you really... If somebody wants their shoes cleaned up, come to Adrian. I mean, you do. A, it's it's not just a shine. It like it's somehow you make them almost look as good as new, almost to a degree. To a degree, I don't want to, yeah. you know. So that's that's my my ultimate goal is. Um, I mean, anybody can shine a pair of shoes, right? You can you can buy the products, you can do the work at home. Anybody can do it at home, but knowing how to take care of the leather or their tennis shoes the right way is a different different type of skill set. You know, no one has the time to sit there and do it right or know the facts of what you're doing or what you're putting onto the shoe is going to make the shoe last longer or anything like that. So I've been in this business for 16 years. So there's a lot of things that I've done that sometimes don't work out. So you do live and learn by your mistakes because there ain't nobody out here that can teach you. Yeah, you got to learn. You got to, that's the only way to know if you're going to be, you know, successful or if an idea is going to work. Now, so you're currently, I don't think we've gotten into where you're stationed right now. You're at Trolley Square now. Correct. And people can also, like listeners, you work, explain how that works. So people like could drop off at like Salt Lake Barber. Correct. And explain how that works, Adrian. Uh, So I, I, right now, the way that I have it set up, I work out of Trolley Square Barbers. It's a barbershop inside Trolley Square. And that's where I mainly have a full setup. I have the chair. Uh, they can book online, that kind of stuff through their website. So I do have that set up there. Um, at the Salt Lake Barber Company, I have a drop-off only okay. option. And so 
as they're leaving the shoes, they just send me a text. Hey, there's a couple pairs for you. And I'll stop on my way, get them done before I go over to trolley. I do have a dry cleaner company I deal with, Henry's Dry Cleaning. Oh, yeah, yeah. They used to be down on Broadway. Now they're up, uh, where are they located? Uh, They have five different locations. One of the main ones is the one right downtown off of like second or third, something like that. Eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but those guys have a drop-off service also. Okay. And so what they do is they have their drivers. As you drop off your clothes and your shoes, the driver takes them to me at Trolley. I shine them up, and then they pick them up and deliver them back to the same store. And then the customer gets them through there. Is there a drop-off with Chase or no? Do you do anything uh, with Chase? We're actually setting up over at uh, Taylor. Taylor Cooperative. Yeah. We're setting up a an actual drop-off service, and we're going to do a booth kind of deal, Very a chair cool. and stuff like that. Because they hired me, they've hired me three or four times to do events there, so it's pretty awesome. Great guys over there. Oh, they are. What? Uh, so, what are your? Do you have hours, or is it? What's the best way if somebody listening wanted to come over to Trolley? To get like a, a an in person shoe shine from you, do you have to like set an appointment or just stop on by or what? Uh, appointments are always best because then I know that someone's coming in at that certain time. Okay. Uh, usually I'm there Monday to Friday from three to eight in the afternoon, just because I work for DABC in the mornings, and so I I work in a warehouse and I do that in in my morning for a full time shift, just because the shoe shine thing it was a hobby to to begin with. You know, it was something that I sort of fell right into, and I just figured, well, might as well do it. I already have the skill sets. I already have all this material. I might as well do it because the, the whole September 11th thing is what really caused me to move out from the airport. Well, and it's actually turned out to be one of the best things. I'm and sure, it was very, for, for very good for me. Let's actually take a really fast break here. Play a couple of messages here from our sponsors. Uh, I know we've just skimmed the surface, though about uh, what you got going on. So so hang tight. We'll be right back after these messages. All right. It's that time of the podcast where we take just a couple of minutes, tell you about our awesome sponsors. Now, remember, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the podcast. So support our sponsors. Keep our lights on. Win-win, right, guys? Hey, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Market Source Real Estate. I know there's a lot of you listening right now. You are looking to move to Salt Lake, right? Maybe your job transferred you here. Maybe you're like, I want to go live in that cool city, Salt Lake City. And you're like, I don't know where to buy a home. Well, let me tell you about our friends, Monique and Jeremy Higginson of Market Source Real Estate. For the past 17 years, they've actually been specializing in helping people buy and sell homes right in Sugar House, as well as the greater Salt Lake area. And Monique and Jeremy have a background of flipping houses, and they've owned almost two dozen homes themselves, so they really know all the ins and outs of the older homes in the area. And if you're looking to sell your home, Market Source Real Estate specializes in helping sellers update or repair their homes to increase their value and help make you, the seller, more money. And if you're looking to actually buy an old home, they know what to look for in older homes so you don't end up buying a money pit. You can find all of their information right there on their website that you can find at thinksaltlakecity.com or just give them a call on the telephone, 801-810-6773. And many thanks to Market Source Real Estate for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. All right, this episode of the podcast is also sponsored by the Salt Lake Barber Company. 
Full disclosure, this is where I go to get my haircuts and beard trims. Guys are always asking me, where do I go? Well, I'm telling you now, so make a note of this. The Salt Lake Barber Company is located at 10 East, 800 South, which is right on the corner of 8th and Main. They offer haircuts, they offer beard trims, straight razor shaves. Salt Lake Barber Company is truly a true community barbershop. They are focused on providing the best work environment possible and allowing barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair, which as a guy that goes in to get my haircut, I get definitely a quality experience every time I go in there. They do take walk-ins if they're available, but let me uh, recommend you get a guaranteed appointment if you book it online at saltlakebarberco.com, really easy. Go in there, saltlakebarberco.com, select what kind of you know service you want, a haircut, beard trim, straight razor, shave, whatever. Book it for a time that's good for you, and you got yourself an appointment. Again, their address, 10 East, 800 South, right on the corner of 8th and Main. Go get yourself a haircut, beard trim, straight razor, shave. Make sure to give Eric or Isaac a high five, and many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Yeah, no, I was curious because you said you do sneakers. What kind of shoes? Do you do any any kind of shoes that people want to bring in? I do. I, I do a lot of women's boots, uh, a lot of different types of shoes that you guys carry. I also do bags, like uh, purses. Oh, like leather uh, purses and stuff? Leather purses, uh, belts, jackets, all that kind of stuff. Anything that has to do with leather, I pretty much have done. I haven't done a lot of just because people don't really bring them too often. I don't think people really know to bring them, that they can they bring them and get them shined. Yeah, until until they either talk to me or see it on the website or follow me on Instagram, that kind of stuff, then they somewhat see some of the ideas that of things that I've done. Yeah. What but, is your name on Instagram so people can follow you there? Uh, so shoe underscore shine underscore SLC. Okay. And I'll put that link at IamSaltLake.com as well. Christina mentioned sneakers, and when when I met you today, you were talking. You're starting to paint sneakers. Can we talk about that at all? Sure. Or your explain that process, how that or what you're painting, or what uh, what, what, do, what do you got going on? Well, the the one thing with the uh, dress up shoes is you have a certain amount of people that have dress up shoes, and half of half of the people do wear. They like to wear the Jordans. They like to wear the sneakers. They want to be comfortable in those shoes. And so I'm starting to get more into customizing them. So customizing tennis shoes, uh, repainting them, redying them. Uh, so if you have a certain color that you want, if the tennis shoe is white, but you want to make it a light pink for your kids, you know, I've done those. Um, I've painted some for my daughter where she had the regular white Adidas and wanted the the little uh, Adidas signs painted pink because she wanted pinkish white shoes. So I custom painted those for her so she can take to school. Uh, little things like that. So I do have a friend of mine that I'm trying to get more into the shoe thing with me so he can do more of the full design of so shoes. So he, he paints it or he, he it draws is what I'm it. Trying he draws to, it. Yeah. I'm trying to get him to, to paint shoes for me, like do a full facial of your favorite basketball player a uh, picture of of your, your kids, kids if you, you know yeah. on, on the shoe is i'm trying to get him more into the shoe thing i haven't pushed him into doing one just yet we do have i i bought all the supplies and everything on how to do it 
I'm just waiting for him to actually make that move because he's a like, really good artist. I feel like this is a good opportunity for us to to really guilt trip him into doing it. Yeah, I hope so. I well, hope I, he, he I, listens to this. You know who you are. I'm going to push him more into it because that's that's ultimately you know the one thing that I want to do is be the guy to go to for any kind of shoe that you want done. So if you want custom leather painted shoes, you want your bag painted. If you want your tennis shoes redone, any kind of custom stuff is where I'm trying to push more into. Other than, you know, showing you guys how to maintain and keep your shoes in good shape so they last longer cuz it's an investment. Sure. You're going to you're going to spend 2, 3, 4, 500, sometimes even up to $1,000 on a pair of shoes. Why not take care of them? Yeah. What are some tips for somebody who has a nice pair of leather shoes? Could you share a few tips yeah. with them? Yeah, with there's there's a lot of lot of things they they should do. Um, one thing is having shoe trees. So the shoe trees go a long way. Uh, keeps keeps the shoes from bending on the front end, so they don't start looking like a banana on the front. They actually stay flat and they keep its shape. So shoe trees is a big part of it. Another big thing is rotating. So you never want to wear the same shoe day in day out every single day this is for leather nice for, high quality yeah for any high quality leather shoes or even tennis shoes you don't want to wear the same shoe every single day because you're you're going to get that shoe used to the the bend when you walk true and so you don't want to get it used to that so you want to alternate them so you want to wear one pair of shoes one day change them to another but it's also because your your feet sweat inside the shoe and so you want the leather and everything to absorb and get dry. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So, no, I know exactly. So it doesn't mean, stay yeah. moist inside. How how long do you think it takes for shoes to fully dry out? Like how like would you want to wait three days, four days? I guess it no, depends pretty on much how, a, a every couple other, hours. Couple out. You know, but you don't want to put them in, in you don't want to put them in front of a heater. Yeah, to you dry know, out. The heater will just tear them up. And I so you just gotta let that. them air dry and you just put she, shoe trees in them. There are a lot of different things that you can do for smells, you know, baking soda, baking powder, that kind of stuff that you can mix up and put inside the shoe. And I've heard tea bags also work. So there's a lot of different tricks that you can do depending on what you want to achieve out of it. Uh, but the main thing is rotating them. So how many pairs of shoes do you think somebody should have? Uh, that, I mean, I guess that depends it's on the person, on, right? On I mean, the money and <laughs> what your Christina's styles are. Factors. Yeah, she's like, Christina's like, I think like 80 or something, right? <laughs> I wish I was a shoe person. <laughs> I mean, most most people that I talk to, the average is anywhere between 4 to 10. Are you a shoe guy? I am. It's the first thing that everybody looks at. I mean, you, would, you wouldn't think. You think so? You think that's the first thing, huh? Okay, so I, th- don't, I think you're right. I so think don't get me wrong. That's when, when, when you meet a girl, okay, let's just put it this way. You meet a girl at a bar. The first thing she looks at is she looks at you. She looks at you up and down. And, what and judges it, you. And, and judges <laughs> yeah. you. Same thing that when you go to an interview, the, same, the exact same thing happens. When you meet somebody anywhere, the first thing they do is they look at you up and down to see how you present yourself. Uh-huh. It's all about presentation, right? So... Why have this really nice suit that you spent a thousand, two thousand dollars on a nice suit, and then you look at your shoes and they're all beat up and torn and do you see that a lot? Apart. Do you see that a lot with guys? Utah is very famous for that. Really? See, and I, I guess I, I, you know I don't hang out with 
I'm not going to, I got to be honest. I don't even own a pair of nice leather shoes. I don't, I don't really dress up like in a suit, but if I did, I would want to. You'd want to like finish off the look, right? Yeah, man. A nice nice pair of, where do you even, okay, here's a question for you. Where would you go to buy a nice pair of leather shoes in Utah? Is there a lot of places to get a decent pair of leather shoes? Uh, Like dress shoes? There's a couple places. Uh, The Oxford shop that's downtown off of like. uh, It's by the Salt. By the Salt Palace, Palace. Yeah. so they they have a South quite a bit of dress up shoes there. Uh, Nordstrom's is another one. Taylor Cooperative is starting to make their own custom custom shoes. You know, those are more of the four hundred to five hundred range. What's a good way to tell? Okay, so I guess that was a big question to say where do you buy them, but what what is a good way to tell it's a good quality shoe versus a bad quality shoe? Well, every every company has. The high end, the low, and the and the middle grade, depending on what kind of achievement they want to do, because depending on the product. So, calfskin is one of the most known to get the better results on shines. Uh, so, depending on the leather itself, I've done crocodile, I've done ostrich, elephant is very fun and complicated to do. Why is it complicated? Because it is very dry. Okay. Thick. Mm-hmm. And it absorbs everything. Wow. So it's a little more temperamental. It is because you can't really get a shine out of this. All you can do is just pretty much moisturize it. And then, you you know, you have the fish scales, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you get you can get into a lot of different types of leathers just depending on the style and who wants who makes it, where you get it from. It all it all determines. Is there a leather that you won't touch? Like, is there a shoe that you're like, mm, I don't want to do it, deal with this? Or I don't know. Does that make like, sense? Yeah. Like there's, it's, there's too many complications that could happen and yeah. it's just not worth it. Uh, there's only been one, one instance that I can, that I can remember where you were just I, like, no, I looked at it and I was like, do I really want to take the risk? Um, most of it was, it was a suede. It was a light tan suede boot, but oh. these things were already stained so mm-hmm. he had a certain stain and i didn't know what the stain was and i told him i said look we can risk it we can try to see if we can get the stains out but i'm not guaranteeing anything because of the stains already in there i don't know how long it's been sitting in there i don't know what it is he couldn't even tell me what it was and sometimes even regular leather shoes get water stains and if you don't take the water off of it fast enough it'll stain it and it will never come out unless you re-dye it again I'm sure in the winter time too, it's harder with all like the road salt on the salts on the road and, and even just slush puddles. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I walk outside to my car and I accidentally step in the wrong hole and then all of a sudden my shoes are immersed in water. I bet you you're actually busier probably in the winter months or no? Uh, it determines because it, I mean, I wish I was, Yeah, you know, because it is the time frame where you want to take care of your shoes. You want to make sure that you get at least some kind of protection uh, protection on them so that way uh, you don't you don't damage them. So waterproofing the shoes, cleaning them up every once in a while, that kind of stuff will keep the lifespan of the shoe going longer. So the wintertime is where most people sometimes will just throw them in a closet and not wear them until summertime. And so it does slow down a little bit, but then you got other people that will bring them in to get them cleaned up before they put them in the closet. Is it do shoes normally come waterproofed or is it something that you should proactively do when you buy shoes? 
I don't know anything about. No, shoes. I don't think any shoes. Can I don't think. Well, I don't know. Do I mean, like they're nice leather ones. There's some. There's some. Depending on the company, some mm-hmm. companies will, uh, but some other companies won't, just because they make them in a warehouse and it's fast production kind of stuff. So they don't really do much to them. It's just a flat, basic leather, and they just put it together. But uh, they they do put some kind of a clear coat on it, which does protect it, but it doesn't protect it as much. Mm-hmm. What do you? What do you enjoy the most out of what you do, shining shoes? Like, what is the most rewarding thing for you? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, what, yeah, what, what do you enjoy the most out of what you're doing? Uh, to me, it's all the connections. All the people that I get to meet and, and talk to is what I enjoy the most. For instance, when I, when I get someone in the chair, the first question I ask them is, how's your day going? You know, the next question I can ask them is, you know, what kind of things have you done? With these shoes on, you know, yeah. what kind of experiences have you went through just with these pair of shoes? Like, how long have you had them? Oh, four years. Okay, well, tell me of one good experience you had while wearing these. I bet you hear a lot of crazy stories. A lot that. of crazy stories, which is very cool to to get to know people one by one just like that, because one little story will make me remember who they are. Do you get a lot of repeats? Oh, a lot. Yeah. Once they sit in my chair and they get my service done... They, they keep coming back because in Utah, there is nobody that does the work that I do. Well, and you're kind of like a therapist too, right? Like I, I tell Isaac over at Salt Lake Barber, I'm like, man, you must just get some of the craziest confessions in here because <laughs> these guys come back, you know, every few, two, three, four weeks to get their hair cut, come back to Isaac or whoever over there. And I'm sure you're dealing with the same thing. Exact Adrian. same deal. Yeah, man. I bet you hear some stuff. You're like, uh. Sometimes you're like, maybe I shouldn't have asked. What's what's the hardest thing, like the most challenging thing about uh, what you're doing? The most challenging is the workout. I mean, it's not easy. So you do get a good workout while you're doing this. So to begin with, you don't have to go to the gym to to get a workout, which (laughs) I've never have. I've I've went to the gym probably once, one or two years while I was in high school. That was about it. Um, Obviously, I'm not in the best shape, but... I also love to eat. So, you know, I just, the biggest challenge is the the workout part of it because you're constantly doing the brushes, the rags, everything like that. But the most rewarding is seeing the results, the results that come out of, it's like artwork. Sure. You start with a pair of shoes that is just all torn up and it looks like it's falling apart and they come and bring them to you and they're all like, these are my oldest pair of shoes and I really love them because they're so comfortable but I don't want to get rid of them. There's a what lot of, a lot of, lot of memories mm-hmm. with shoes, man, a, a lot. lot of history. And, and I know how it is for me. I don't want to get rid of a pair of shoes. Oh, well, you know, those, those, those shoes got me through some tough times. Yeah. Right? Like I said, the history, the, yeah. The, yeah. the things that you went through with those, you know, sometimes they, you don't think about the, the memories, but then certain memories do come back. What if somebody who's listening, we get a lot of listeners that want to open their own business. Right. And I'm not a shoe shine business, but just business in general. Do you have a, like a, a piece of advice that you would give them, Adrian? Uh, the biggest thing is uh, good luck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's rough. It It's depending on what you're trying to get into. Like for me, I already knew I knew the business. I knew the background. I had the supplies. The only thing I didn't have was a location. And the location was a little hard at the very beginning to try to figure out where a good spot would be to set up and that kind of thing. 
So how did how did you find Trolley then to do that? I don't think you shared that yet, did you? Well, the way I I found Trolley was I I went to Nordstrom downtown. I went to go spoil myself for my birthday to go get a shoe shine. And so when I went to Nordstrom, the lady that was working there, I asked her. I said, "Well, there's no places other than you that I know of here in Salt Lake, other than the airport, to get this done." And she said, "No, it's just me and the barb shop up the street." I said, okay, barbershop. Hmm. I said, well, where's that at? She goes, oh, it's just the one right around the corner. Just go down Main. It's like 2nd or 3rd South and Main Street. I said, okay, well, I'll go check it out. Found out it's Ray's Barbershop. Yeah. So I showed up there. They had a big shoe shine stand with nobody working it. And I asked them, I said, well, does anybody do, do the shoe shine here? And they're like, well, it's just whoever wants to come and do it. We'll just give them a, we'll give them a shot. I was like, really? I said, okay. So they told me one lady did it. And then when I set up the appointment with her, I found out my uncle trained her how to do shoe shines, which was very amazing to find out. It's a small world. It was. Yeah. And so I talked to her and I I told her, I said, well, I want to get back into this. I said, I have all my supplies. It's just sitting at home collecting dust. I was going to even sell it at one point. I was like, I just, I don't have anything to do with it. So... Mm. You know, then I see your your stand here. I said I got a couple hours, three four day, three four hours a day that I can probably come in for a couple hours. What do you think? And she goes, Yeah. She goes, Come set up and see how you like it. For me, it was just something I was going to try out to kill some time. Of course, yeah. So so when I got in there, I started getting more of that clientele. I built it very very quick, and there was a lot of people telling me, Well, you're so good at this. Why don't you just make it? a business. I was like, well, it's just a hobby. I just do it here and there just to, just to do something to kill some time. And, um, some of the barbers that worked there at um, Ray's, Ray's, they actually wanted to open up their own shop. Ah. And so they all got together and ended up opening up trolley square barbers. And then, then you followed along and And they told me, they're all like, well, why don't you come and open a shop here? And then we can expand, and we and you can do your own thing, your own thing, because it's it's we don't know anything about shoe shine, and you're and you you're do. really good at what you do. Mm-hmm. So come open up over here, and then you can do both locations. So that was the ultimate plan was to open up more spots and do more work, expand a little more. When I mentioned the plan to my coworker, the other lady that was doing the shoe shine, uh, she blew up on me. Now, the, the other lady at Ray's. At Ray's. Yeah. Yeah, so she blew up on me. She didn't want me to expand. She didn't want me to go do anything else. And she, I guess it was just not the right time for her to find out that I was going to expand. And then she was already mad that some of the guys that went, were went leaving over. were going over there. And so she just thought Ray's was going to go Crumble, downhill. Yeah. And so I don't know what all caused it, but she just said, no, 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 I'm just... Just grab your stuff and go. Oh, wow. Get yeah. out of here. She goes, just get your stuff and go. I said, okay, I'm well, good. I said, I'll, I'll just grab my stuff and walk out. So, And then you went over to Trolley. I went over there, to Trolley. And, and yeah, that now it's, you're in, now it's, in control of your own destiny, right? Oh, and, and that's the part that I love the most is it went from being a hobby to a full-blown business, and it just keeps on growing every single day. So what do you do when you're not shining shoes? Like, what are some of your other hobbies and interests? I want to find out a little bit here about Adrian before I lose you here. Like what, uh, I mean, you sound like you stay pretty busy with work. And- yeah, right now I, I'm, I'm pretty busy with work, but I do, I do enjoy doing family things. 
getting together with the family. We do a lot of uh, going out to the bars, the clubs, different things like that. Uh, I, I love to dance, so that's one thing I enjoy is going. Like what kind of dancing? Just anything. I, I listen to every, every kind of music, dance to anything I can get into. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, the thing that I enjoy is paintballing. I like to go out and paintball here and there. So I've never done that. Have you done that, Christina? Oh, I think I may have done it once a <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> it does hurt when you get hit in the wrong place, but it, it is very fun. Yeah, there can be some serious bruising sometimes, huh? Yes. Do you make it out much to like live music at all? Do you have like a memorable concert or a sporting event that you've been to? Uh, not really. Uh, I I have done a couple concerts where I do the shoeshine business oh, okay. as, yeah. as an event there. Oh, very cool. And so I have set up in, inside one of those. Usually I try to invite my wife to, to come along, tag, tag along with me. So that way if I'm not doing any shoes, she can, Check you know, out the music. we can just take shut it all down and go and enjoy the the music instead. I love it. Let's uh let's talk Salt Lake City for a minute if yeah. that's okay with you guys. I want to talk there's a few questions that we ask pretty much everybody who comes through here uh being a Salt Lake City podcast is if somebody's visiting Salt Lake, right? They're coming here for the first time, Adrian. What would you say, "Oh, you got to go go do this or go check this out." Anybody that comes from out of town, they always want to go check out obviously the the temple. Sure. They want to check out the capital. Mm-hmm. They, you know, little things like that. Uh, but mainly the, the mountains is the best part. I mean, we tell we tell all of all the people that all my family members that come from out of town, when they come in, we go and do camping. We do a lot of picnics and things like that up there. Go to the waterfalls, you know, just a little bit of hiking here and there and just enjoy it. Just love the outdoors. So you take advantage of the outdoors. Oh, yes. We need to actually start doing that, Christine. We I do. Think, Everybody ma- says it's really great. And <laughs> I believe them. You guys have not done that? Well, uh. occasionally. <laughs> occasionally we do. We're not, I'm, I've never been a big outdoorsy person. Hmm. And I know that that surprises a lot of people in Salt Lake City, right? People taking advantage of the hikes and the skiing and the snowboarding and the camping and it looks great, but I'm a klutz, yeah. and that's so I'm scared of doing things because I'm like, well, if I go outside, I'm going to break something. So I usually just stay inside. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's always there's always more time to try, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the camping is just very relaxing just to, yeah. just to get out there. The whole tent setup thing I enjoy because it's it doesn't feel right to take a trailer. Sure. But I hear, you know, I, I've had friends take trailers and they have their bathrooms there. They have TVs there. I mean, it's it's the comfort, everybody's personal opinion on it. For me, I just want to get away from technology, get away from the phones, know just nothing, unplug. just be out there and just let the kids run around, go and do activities with the kids, play sure. and swim and just don't swim drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's today's recommendation on the podcast. Is don't don't, swim, don't drunk. swim drunk. What would you change about Salt Lake? Is there anything you would change if you could? Um, I actually would not change anything. I love the way Salt Lake is. I love the the setup. Other than you know the the air quality, which we all complain about, but other than that, Salt Lake is great. I I wouldn't choose anywhere else. It's a great response, right? Instead of just coming at it, complaining, I think (laughs) that is a tough question to answer because it's like, gosh, you don't want to complain, but you know, it's always curious what people would change. What about a favorite local eating spot? Is there, is there like one or two places that you love to go to that you would recommend listeners of the podcast to check out? I eat anywhere where they let me eat. Yeah. 
So, I, didn't, I didn't know if there I was like everywhere. one or two special places for you. Uh, it, it all depends on the type of food that you're into at the moment. Like if you want good Mexican, there's a there's a restaurant that's over in West Valley that I enjoy. It's uh, El Paisa Grill. What's it called? El, El Paisa Grill. Do you know? Do you about know where it's located? Just it's, roughly. It's uh, off of just just it, a 20, rough estimate. Twenty one hundred and thirty second something around there, right West, off of the freeway. Yeah, off right off west off the freeway. So I, you know, I go there once in a while just because of, of the Mexican food that sure. they have. It's pretty pretty decent, pretty good and authentic. Yeah, and then I mean there are a couple different restaurants that are similar that are really good depending on what what style. So if you want tacos, you know, certain places better than others. If you want a what they call a molcajete, so a molcajete is pretty much uh, a mixture of Different kinds of meat, shrimp, cactus, cheese, peppers. I mean, they mix it all into this big pot, and it feeds four or five people all at once. I love it. That actually sounds really good. Very, very yummy. Wow. Now, where would you go to get some of that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just need to uh, put it on my place list. That, uh, oh, right that on. El Paiso Grill, right it's on. Very, very we'll famous go, for it. Go check that out. It's on the list. We have listeners of the of the show, Adrian. That they'll they'll tell me they'll be like, oh, I'm writing down all these places that that people on the show recommend. You know, so they because everybody always recommends somewhere different. And yeah, that's yeah. Why I like to ask. Yeah, and I, and I go I go everywhere. Like I I love the the groves. You know, they're big sandwiches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Groves and, Deli over there, about yeah, 1700 South in Maine. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends. I, I change it up. I'd never do the same food twice. So I always go to different places and enjoy it. And then I try to rate them. So, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to do it. There's so many good places to eat out here. It'd, oh, there is. It'd be hard to like get everywhere. Exactly. Well, I mean, I know we've just skimmed the surface on what you do with shining shoes and in your business. And, you know, people can hire you for events. I, I mean, as we kind of wrap this this episode recording up today, Adrian, how can listeners, uh, you, your website, what is your website address that people can uh, go to? Shoeshine Salt Lake City. And I'll put that at IamSaltLake.com. So you shine shoes for men, women, purses. Kids. Whatever. Whatever. Everything you want to fix up, huh? Very That's cool. really cool. I mean, I never would have thought to bring like women's boots to you. I don't know why. Yeah, but I never would, or a belt or a purse, like. And I'm sure fixing recommend them, him to your friends, guys. I'm sure yeah. uh, what you do is a heck of a lot cheaper than going out and buying a brand new pair of shoes. It is, oh, yeah. and it's the breaking in part too. You don't have to deal with that part anymore. Yeah, because once you break in a good, comfortable pair of shoes, the hard part about buying a new pair is breaking them in. Oh, your it's the worst feet part. Feet are gonna hurt. They blister. They blister. The shoes are too tight, or they're too loose, and. I mean, you're going to have all sorts of problems. So if you have a very good, comfortable pair of shoes and you want it to last and you want to keep keep it in shape, bring it to me. Very I'll take cool. care of it or I'll show you how. Do you have a Facebook page? I have a Facebook page and the Instagram is the same, where I try to thing. do the majority of my my work and stuff is on Instagram. And then you can find me on YouTube. I have some YouTube videos that I've posted on there on some of my work and things like that. So we were talking earlier about uh, how a lot of people listen to your videos for ASMR. Yes. So, so I do have a, 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 I do have quite a bit of YouTube videos up there. I think I'm up to 15. Another customer that got me into the uh, YouTube videos, he posted one on that we, he was the first one that we did and it's over six K views on it so far. No kidding. 
which is very awesome. That's what convinced me to start my own channel. What? What? How can people find you? Same name, Shoe same Shine, name, Shoe Shine, Salt Lake City, or Shoe Shine, and then it pops up. Okay. Subscribing would be the best part. I got a lot of views. I just don't have a lot of subscribers yet. Well, let's get all the listeners of I Am Salt Lake to at least go over and subscribe to your channel. Adrian. At least I'm going to check it out because I haven't had the opportunity to check it out yet. Yeah. I know Christina has a final question that she likes to end the show up before she asks this question, Adrian, is there anything else you want to say before we close out today? No, other than you guys know how to find me either trolley square or look me up. You can Google me and, and I'll help you out with whatever we can, any events or anything like that, that you guys want to set up. I'm, I'm here to do whatever. So very cool. Nice. Well, would you leave our listeners with one piece of life advice? Biggest thing is take care of yourself. I mean, health is number one. If you don't have your health, you ain't going to have anything else. I love it. Solid. Perfect place thank to end you. the show. Thank you so much, Adrian, for coming and doing this today. I know oh, it's, you. Uh, you know, who wants to come and sit down and record a podcast? Right? No, I am. <laughs> no, this is this Hopefully. is pretty cool because I've, I've never done anything like this. So to be the first first one that actually that, that I have done, yeah. it's, it's pretty exciting. Well, thank you. Well, thank Thanks you. Thanks for coming on. Very oh, cool. Thank you. Many thanks again to Adrian Zamora for joining us on this episode of the podcast. All the links to connect with him and find out more about Shoeshine Salt Lake City can be found on our website at IamSaltLake.com slash 371. Hey, before we get into our weekly recommendations, let's talk about our awesome Patreon supporters. Since it's the first episode of the month, it's time to massage them a little bit, give them a pat on the back and tell them a thank you for becoming a Patreon supporter. If you're unfamiliar with Patreon, let me give you the rundown really quick. It's basically like an ongoing Kickstarter where you're like, hey, I love the podcast. I want to support you guys. I'm going to kick on over a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you want. It's it's just a great way to help support the show because doing this, you know, it's not free, but with the support of our sponsors and Patreon supporters, we are able to keep the lights on here. So let's run down the list. We got some awesome supporters. We have John Miller. Thank you so much for uh, being a supporter. He's actually been a longtime supporter. So thank you so much, John. Todd Bjorkland, thank you so much. Tim Haran, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Thank you so much for being a uh, Patreon supporter. Wendy Joe Bradshaw, which uh, she did the Vippy Mouse. We had her on the podcast. So thank you so much, Wendy, for supporting the podcast. The Ute Daddy Lawn Process, thank you so much. Thelma Rother. I know you've been listening to the podcast for a while, so thank you so much, Thelma. And Nicole Davison, you know, she is very nice. She actually shares a lot of the podcast episodes. Yeah, so. she's a doll. So thank you so much, Nicole. And Alex Santi, he's up to some cool things. He started up a coffee business or something like that. He's roasting coffee beans. Riley Padilla, she's been a longtime Patreon supporters. Brandon Hill from Mountain Standard Time Marketing. Thank you so much, Brandon. Will Dugdale, another longtime supporter. So thank you so much, Will. Brittany Hemingway, another longtime supporter. Thank you so much, Brittany. Jeff Hadfield, another longtime Patreon supporter. Thank you. Michael Beck, another longtime supporter. Thank you. And then Eric Tomorrow from Mediocre Show. Love that podcast. Thank you so much, Eric, for, for supporting I Am Salt Lake. And then Jeff Hatt. Another longtime Patreon supporter. Thank you so much. And then we have Sana. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And another longtime supporter. 
And Alan Martindale, he he does some cool podcasts. The Dog and Deuce Show. We actually had him on the podcast a couple of times. Yeah, he's a great guy. Great, uh, great guy. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Nick Naylor, Brett Schmidt. Thank you. He's he's been supporting the podcast for a minute there. And Three Irons SLC. They've actually been a very long time supporter. One of the originals. And then Nikki Line from over in New Zealand. Michelle Stevens Williams. And then Nikki and Michelle, they've been, I, I, really, everybody's been a longtime supporter. I know. So I feel like we really I, know all I, of them. I, I'm like, gosh, they've all been longtime supporters here. Dirt in Your Skirt podcast, Margaret over there, she's been on the podcast, and we've we've gotten to know her pretty well. So thank you, Margaret, for uh, supporting the podcast. Christopher Heiser and Jay Chambers, thank you both of you for for supporting the podcast. Another couple of longtime Patreon supporters. If you would like to become a Patreon supporter, just go to patreon.com slash I am Salt Lake. Gives you all the information. I mean, we got even like a dollar level. Uh, but then like the $5 levels, we're, we're releasing episodes of the podcast, our interviews a little bit early for our $5 supporters. So go check it out. It's a great way to support the podcast. All right. Now that we've read all of those awesome Patreon supporters, it is time for our weekly recommendations. This is where we take just a few minutes on the podcast. This was my crazy idea here, guys, where I thought it would be fun if Christina and I, we just shared something we've enjoyed, something that maybe has changed our life, or just something that we would recommend to our friends. This week, I have a, I'm going to go first here, Christina. <laughs> Sounds good. We recently, a couple of weeks ago, we we purchased an indoor barbecue grill. I feel bad that I didn't get the brand of it. So I'm going to put a Hamilton link. Beach. Hamilton Beach. Okay. I'm going to put a link for it at IamSaltLake.com slash 371 with this episode so you could check it out. I mean, I think this thing was like 50 or 60 bucks, but it was well worth it because so we live in a, in a little two bedroom apartment which means we can't barbecue, right? Well, we enjoy steaks and hamburgers once in a while. I'm like, let's get this indoor barbecue grill and let's barbecue some burgers inside our apartment. Holy cow, it is awesome. Oh, it's such a brilliant idea. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to make hamburgers and steaks every day. For real. And it makes it so much better than pan frying or baking. Exactly. And so if you live in a studio apartment or a one bedroom or maybe even in your office, right? Like your cubicle, you can get a little barbecue grill out there and start (laughs) grilling some burgers. Check it out. What's your recommendation for the week, Christina? Okay. So the cat's out of the bag. I do enjoy vaping and which is lucky we're, we're in the back of Empire Merchandise where I actually get my vape juice. It's a great place. And they helped me find this called Ripe, uh, Ripe is the brand. Um, vape salts. Vape salts. And it's kiwi dragon berry. It's like a berry mix with some menthol, and it's just so good. So that's my recommendation for those of you like me who enjoy a little bit of vaping. So they could come in here to Empire Merchandise yeah, to and, Empire- and ask for that. Yeah, yep. Very cool. That's going to do it for this episode. Don't forget to support our show sponsors, Five Wives Vodka, Market Source Real Estate, and the Salt Lake Barber Company. We have links for all of them at our website under the show notes for this episode, which you can find at IamSaltLake.com. All right. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of this podcast, we're always looking. Send us an email. We'd love to send you more information about it. You can email us at hello at IamSaltLake.com. Or if you're just a listener and you want to say hello, you can email us as well at hello at IamSaltLake.com. And if you do want to send us something personal through the mail, you can always send us letters and packages to P.O. Box 4412, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84110. You all have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city, support local, and we'll see you on that next episode.
and good night, Grammy. 